So, welcome to episode 22 of season 3. If you just joined, I'm Maria at Maria Tharkane on Instagram, and I'm joined by the lovely, so wonderful, supreme, <laughs> oh my not a tired witch on Instagram. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <laughs> She's flustered, guys! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the flattery so early in the morning. <laughs> well it's afternoon for me so i'm like awake oh, so okay. i'm able to get right. it yeah <laughs> oh my gosh thank you guys all so much for being here if you are listening to this episode let's see what day does this episode come out on the 25th so the next day so the day after this comes out, we have our class with Frankie Castanea of Chaotic Witch Aunt on the Magic of Bones in Patreon. So if you want to learn about how to ethically source bones and how to utilize them in your practice, you should join us on Patreon, the library tier and up. And if you can't make it, but you are interested in the class, remember that a video will be going up on Patreon within 48 hours after the class so that way you, you know, can still catch it <laughs> mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be a fun class because we I'm get really asked all the time about like using bones for divination and yes. i don't personally do it um but i'm excited i think it's gonna yeah be great. i do want to learn so yeah. i'll be there i'll be there i'll be <laughs> my mute will be mic'd <laughs> my mute <laughs> My mic will be muted. <laughs> Hello. Your mute will be mic'd, everyone. My mind is definitely awake this morning. <laughs> oh, no, this afternoon. Oh my gosh. Shut <laughs> me out. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> If you just joined us this week, every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can utilize that in your magical practice. So that being said, the upcoming lunar phase, the, the nearest one from when this episode comes out, is going to be on December 8th, which is the full moon in Gemini. Um, Gemini full moons, well, first of all, full moons in general, we've talked about this many times. You have the three-day window to utilize them, and they typically are for a little extra kick. So when you want something with more power, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term... <laughs> Um, and the full moon in Gemini specifically is really a good time to focus on things like communication, uh, sparking new interests of curiosity, which I understand uh, maybe seems counterproductive for a full moon, but there's no reason why on a full moon you couldn't utilize it very similarly to a new moon. <laughs> mm. um, it's also a really, really good time to... Uh, kind of utilize your intuition to accomplish goals so it's not intuitive in the same way that let's say the pisces full moon might be where we're like doing dream magic or similar but instead i would look at spell work that kind of charges up your intuition and allows things to be a little bit more clear for you Mm -hmm. um it kind of falls under that umbrella of communication (laughs) um so yeah i would look at things that are bringing uh, a healthy flow of communication and clarity to your life. 
I think that especially if you're somebody who perhaps is dealing with relationships, platonic and romantic, depending on yourself, that is struggling to be heard properly, this is a really good time to do spell work to kind of lift that fog and make yourself be better heard. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Gemini is such a communicative sign. And especially, you know, we're heading into the months where we're going to be spending a lot of time around friends, family mm-hmm. and stuff like and even work people outside of work, there's gonna be so much communication going on. Yeah. And I think utilizing the Gemini full moon, you can kind of bottle up that communication energy and yeah. like make an oil or something just to An carry with you. Or even like uh charm something, make a spell jar that you keep in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Anything like that. This is a really, really great time to utilize that. And yeah. a lot of us spend time with our families this time of year that we maybe don't have a great relationship. <laughs> um and so you know i personally am of the mindset that if your family doesn't respect you you should cut them out but i understand that that's not feasible or realistic or even desired for a lot of people which is totally fine Mm -hmm. um so instead let's work with what we've got and do some magic that i think your idea of like the oil that you can bring with you Mm -hmm. uh to these situations during this time is 12 out of 10 and I think also taking in consideration in consideration the duality of Gemini. Like if you're going yeah. to do all that communication, also have a game plan. I would do maybe an additional spell, like maybe an oil yeah. for relaxing afterwards, just to reconnect and yes. just chill out and be away from people. And also yeah. making a game plan to well, chill out of- and be away from people. Part of our relationships with other people starts with our relationship with ourselves. So if, like you said, you've done this oil to communicate better with family or friends or whatever, I think that a huge part of that also includes the how we wind down with ourselves alone. So yeah, that's a great idea. With ourselves. Thanks. It's a great idea. <laughs> I try. Well, my witchling's a Gemini, so like well, there you I. Go. <laughs> they talk a million miles a minute and then all of a sudden they're in their room and i don't see them for like hours so (laughs) i'm around that energy all day every day (laughs) she's got words of experience guys yeah (laughs) take note So if you just started listening to us, every podcast, we talk about a specific tarot card in no particular order. We go over the universal meanings and then our own interpretations of them. So this week, we're going to talk about the Ace of Pence. On this card, you'll see the stereotypical like Ace imagery of the cloud in hand offering us our coin, our golden pentacle. And below our hand is like a garden with a hedge and archway and leading to what looks like Mount in the distance. So the keywords to this card upright is financial opportunity, a goal, and a new potential um, thing for prosperity. And when this card pops up in readings for me or others, I read it for as like an opportunity that is presented to us like a new job, financial growth, general growth, or even in some cases, um, fertilizing something such as but not limited to starting like a family or growing a family 
soon as you said fertilize, I was like, she means come. <laughs> yes, it's a seed. <laughs> but um, it can also represent like a light bulb moment for me. Like when we have an amazing idea, we want to grow and expand. But like with all aces, though, you know, little to no real world energy has been put behind it. If you want to grow, you've got to plan it, care for it, nurture it. And the chances, you know, your chances of it cultivating itself is like little to none. Yeah. I also think it's important to point out on this card, there's mountains past like the hedge, which to me represents choosing to take and uh, choosing to take this route at the surface may be fun, represented by the garden or even enjoyable, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. It doesn't mean that there won't be ups and downs along the way. Everything ebbs and flows. You know, the pens correspond to the element of earth. And we have to take in consideration just like earthly things that um that is represented on this card you know we'll go through changes uh, we'll need time to blossom and may even die to be reborn into what you originally envisioned or into something new so yeah. how do you do this card robin dear i mean really i've got no notes here i am totally in agreement with you um i think that like any aces it is the representation of potential but potential means nothing if it is not pushed if it's not cultivated etc mm-hmm. um you know for example you could win the lottery you could get a lottery ticket that's winning but if you never take it to the store <laughs> and like get it you know turned into cash it means jack shit it's just a piece of paper right mm-hmm. um and so i i of course am as i always am with the aces all about leaning into the potential of the card and the potential is amazing and exciting and rewarding but if you don't water that garden you're not going to see any reward and so um I, I i view it as like a first step card Mm-hmm. first step in the right direction but we have to keep going right <laughs> yeah and i think especially with this card like just being completely like <laughs> realistic about it too yeah because i think a lot of us head into goals and like it's all gonna work out it's gonna be amazing it's not gonna be amazing all the time you know i, I actually think <laughs> this card is such an appropriate one for you to have picked for our topic today which i know you mm-hmm. did that on purpose but, <laughs> you know it actually reminds me of something i saw the other day i saw a twitter account of a Mm -hmm. small business that was just starting out so like really really small scale i'm not even sure that they've made their first sale like Mm -hmm. really first starting out and they're not actually advertising themselves on there other than giving these discounts 70 percent off 70 percent off please please i'm begging the the twitter gods to get my business seen and i can empathize with that person a thousand percent it's really difficult but you you started the ball, right? You've got the potential for the business, but you're not taking the actual steps that you have to make to see the reward that you want to see. And that it's really hard. And that requires things like researching how to promote yourself and doing that and following through. And it's not freaking easy. You know, you go into a small business for yourself, you are exchanging a full-time job for Mm -hmm. never not working. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so important, like, especially for aces to take in consideration, like, 
the rest of the cards that are coming up you know yep. <laughs> you will get to at some point at some point to this goal idea whatever it may be like if you get to you, everyone will get to that five of pence card where mm -hmm. like it feels like nothing is happening everything sucks like you're down on your luck but you know it's what comes after that are you going to let it die so it can be reborn are you going to ask for help in order to help grow it represented by you know the six of pence um but it's all yeah yeah just following the journey and <laughs> being very realistic very yeah. realistic <laughs> So this week we thought it would be fun to talk about starting a witchy business, like yes. all the little <laughs> topics and stuff about getting started and keeping it going <laughs> and being, as we said, for the Ace of Pentacles, realistic. Yes. <laughs> being super come realistic. From, we both come from experience of having witchy businesses, both digital and physical and metaphysical. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I've obviously, uh, I read tarot professionally, but I've tired witch. Um, mm -hmm. I do sell readings. Maria also used to sell readings. I still uh, do it, but I only do it for specific clients who reach out to me that have been long term clients yeah. now. So, yeah. It's yeah. uh, not open to the mass public anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. And then um, I also do videos and stuff for Tamed Wild. And, mm -hmm. um, and I, Tired Witch, also used to have a physical aspect to it, which I do intend to bring back. Mm -hmm. My life has just been really crazy since <laughs> I had a kid, and I haven't had the time to... Uh, that's very valid introduce that but i used to sell oils that i made and crystals and cauldrons and all sorts of stuff speaking of that i found one of your old incenses that you gifted me like really? a little teeny bag of the black cat magic oh my god <laughs> i did need to make loose incense and powders oh throwback <laughs> well, this one you made specifically for me so i, I remember it. it i remember it it's the one that your wife ordered for mm -hmm. you yeah, yeah i remember it was a whole kit i made you <laughs> oh what a throwback right um a million years ago i was called black cat magic so Who's think that? about some i don't know her <laughs> i still like set every time i see like robin's like old black cat magic like little symbol that she used i always said it to her i'm like hey look <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh how far we've come <laughs> so on that note what advice do you have to someone just getting started Okay, well, the first thing that I would advise is, um, I think that is important to start this episode with on a real mm -hmm. level, <clears throat> is you do not need to monetize your craft. Um, this is, in my opinion, something you should be doing if A, you want to, and mm -hmm. B, you've been doing it for a really long time on your own, that you want to expand it out to the public. Um <sighs> Our community, <laughs> sometimes, I'm trying to tread lightly on this wordage, sometimes can be very hostile 
to small businesses. Um, mm-hmm. At least in my experience, there is a lot of expectation that is not necessarily rooted in reality that comes for small business owners in our community because mm-hmm. most of your clients, in my experience, are not other witches. They are people outside of the community who are hiring you to purchase items from mm-hmm. um, or readings whatever from to utilize and so they don't understand always like for example i used to make and sell oils that was my biggest thing that i did Mm -hmm. that was that was my big thing right Mm -hmm. and my oils were made with the intention that most magical oils are made it's for dressing your candles dressing items to be used in addition to spell work right Mm And people would like buy my love oil and then be like, well, I wore it and I am like, nobody's fallen in love with me. And it's like, well, what else did you do with that? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And so you need to take those kind of things into consideration that most of your clientele will probably not be witches. Mm-hmm. So they don't know <laughs> uh, how to quote properly use, you know, a candle or an oil or an incense. And so your wordage is important. Yeah. Clear descriptions. Clear descriptions, uh, transparency about honest expectations, etc. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people not just in our community but in general people can be really scammy towards small businesses i think we both have had the experience of selling a good or service Mm -hmm. and then somebody trying to paypal refund it to themselves oh my gosh (laughs) yeah no Um, and so yeah being as uh professional and open Mm -hmm. and honest is really important i think Mm-hmm. What do you think? So for me, like, I think start, starting small is such a great idea. And when I say small, I mean small. Like, if you're making products, make testers first. Give them the friends. Give them the other witches. Ask for their opinions. You know, read tarot cards for friends. Get comfortable before you totally dive in and get feedback on your mm-hmm. products before you completely dive in. But, you know, <clears throat> after starting small, like price for your time and energy if you're spending hours typing up really intricate like tarot readings or the candles you make require like a really complicated method in which you create them you must take that into consideration like i see so many people like underselling themselves all the time and it really like it makes me sad like i find that most witches pay themselves way below minimum wage definitely yeah. yeah definitely not enough to live on by any means if you're like doing a witchy business for fun though obviously you know this doesn't matter if you're happy making a lower price doing the things that you love in your off hours that's great but if you're trying to create something bigger than that you know you need to take care of yourself and you need Mm -hmm. a price for fairly yeah definitely and like i find because like in the same breath because of that i find that a lot of witches overwork themselves you know we live in a capitalistic society where we are told to hustle from the moment like we wake up from the moment that we open our eyes and like go to sleep and this is like no different 
um, like when you're trying to be a self-employed witch, just because you're doing something that you love doesn't mean you're not going to be dealing with the energy of other small businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, your energy when it comes to a witchcraft business is so important. It doesn't matter if you're like doing tarot readings or making candles. Mm -hmm. If you are drained, you won't be able to add that special magical spark to anything that you do. So Mm -hmm. like set boundaries with yourself and your clients Mm -hmm. have a time where you start and a time where you quit like give yourself a day off give yourself a vacation just because corporate america you know works people into until they die doesn't mean that you should do that to yourself either um i know that we as a community want to keep our services reasonable but you can't undersell yourself either I completely agree. And on that note, like bouncing off of that, Mm -hmm. um, especially when you first start out as business, you're going to get so many people who are going to message you and be like, can I have a free reading? Can I have this for free? Can I have that for free? And while I am like from a true marketing standpoint, Mm -hmm. sending free stuff to influencers is the modern best way to market yourself okay so if you Mm -hmm. have an influencer you really like let's say you love maria's work you're like this girl sends amazing makes amazing photos i love her content i the business owner Mm -hmm. love to reach out to her and ask if i can send her something that's one thing Mm -hmm. but you know, you're going to get a wave of people who have like less than 5,000 followers that are going to ask for free shit. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for you to just ignore them. You don't need to engage at all. Just ignore them because you're going to get so many. And I personally believe that it need, if you're going to give away stuff, it needs to be an equal reward that you're getting to what you're giving away. And you're going to get those people that are going to send you a bunch of messages and be like, can I have a free reading? Do you do free readings? Can I have a free this? Can I have a free that? Like, and I don't know. I think that influencer culture, which Maria and I are members of, (laughs) um, has created kind of this not only unrealistic, but unfair um misunderstanding i guess you could say about Mm. what that reward to loss should look like yeah but just because like i give information in my you know posts does not mean that i'm going to give everyone who writes me like an answer to their questions it's the whole reason like i was getting like hundreds of messages like asking me for specific advice and stuff all the time all the time and when i wouldn't answer people would get so angry and it was just so much to keep up with that i just shut off my dms that was me setting a boundary where i just talk to people that i follow it's not just like i still you know talk with people in my comments and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but the boundary I had to make was like, no, this is taking up too much of my time and energy. It makes me feel like crap. And it probably makes someone else feel like crap who's trying to reach and out to me. Not only that, but we also remember that instance that we had where somebody had DM'd you about something you had accidentally done that was misinformation. Mm-hmm. And then they got really upset because you hadn't seen it. And mm-hmm. it wasn't an intentional thing. We weren't ignore you weren't ignoring anybody. <laughs> it's just there's so many. So going off of that, if you are creating a small business and you want to reach out to a creator, 
Mm-hmm. See if that creator has an email and then mm-hmm. type up a prof- like a professional email, not a little two sentences that says, I would like to send you something like be honest, be like, you know, I, I have followed you for a while. This is what I like about your content. And because of that, I would like to hopefully utilize what I like about that to show off my product. And I would love to send you this specific thing. Mm-hmm. I, I will get emails that are so wonderful. And then they'll be like, and you can choose anything from my website. And while that is so unbelievably generous of them, because it really mm-hmm. is, I don't have the time to like go through your website and like pick out things and you know what I mean? Tell me Mm -hmm. what you think that you, you think I would like or that you think would look best with my photos or feed whatever and offer me that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and then go from there. And I mean, I obviously can't speak for Maria, but I know from my experience, when when I'm seeing a indie like real true small business that is mm-hmm. just starting out, I always am willing to help them when it's done professionally mm-hmm. for free. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As long as I can take my own photo, so you have to send me products to take my own photo. Most times, I am more than happy to do that for free. You you just need to like just don't put the work on me to find your products if you want me to promote this i'm happy to but then you need to like take the time to email me show me your, send me your website but also say links this is what i want to send you if you'd be interested like take mm-hmm. as much work off of me <laughs> having to browse your stuff and I'm happy to do it. And I think you'll find that most influencers are as well. Even like really big accounts with mm-hmm. 400. Like look at Lydia, our friend Lydia uh, of Wiccan Tips. She's got like half a million followers. She never takes paid promotion to my knowledge. You just got to one ask, but do it professionally. Yeah, but also in the same breath, too, I think if someone wants to be paid, especially if they're a professional photographer or anything oh, a thousand like that. Percent, yeah, a thousand percent. I think a lot of shops don't realize you still got to pay someone for their time. Absolutely. Like I, yeah, because I get a lot of messages. I just mean, shoot your shot. You might find. No, you're completely right. You might find that they, they would be willing to shoot your shot. Worst case scenario is they say no or don't even answer you at all because they've got a lot of emails. Yeah, yeah, def- <laughs> especially that that last part. But, but do not <laughs> ever send a DM. Listen, any DM I get where they're like, can I send you something? I just ignore mm-hmm. it because... You, you you are lucky that I happened to see it mm-hmm. and I have a lot of stuff to do and most of the time that those DMs I get again they're not taking the time to show me what they want to send me etc mm-hmm. just find my email it's right there in my bio me being an example almost every creator is like this they've got the email right there take the time and I bet you that you'll find not every time not every time <laughs> but enough times that it's worth counting (laughs) yeah that you shoot your shot you're gonna get it yeah and then also like um also be careful about how much you ask for from like people like content creators and stuff like that if you're like i want this 
the photo or video that you do on my website and i want you know like three posts just to gift you this item and stuff like that that's too much work and that is probably you're gonna have to pay that person yeah yeah or they might not even do it at all honestly if i see like something where it I don't like pushing products on my page at all. I like things that come up naturally, one, mm-hmm. and I have to like what I do. Like I read every book before like I actively promote it or anything. Um and I don't promote things I don't like. So Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't take promotions personally at all anymore, not because <laughs> I don't like promoting small mm-hmm. businesses. I still will in my stories. Yeah, um, that's what I do too. I post now my, in stories, my stories. But what I have found is I've had a couple instances where I've promoted something and then eight months later, it's all my feed, right? Mm-hmm. They've done something really problematic and bad. And now I've got to go find <laughs> the post and either delete it all together or untag them, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I like keeping it smaller scale because of that. Um, just be, you know what I mean? Just because, I don't know, I don't want to deal with that. That's mm-hmm. shitty, especially when it's like a transaction. And when I do do grid posts, I only keep them up now for a month and then I get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what are what do you think are some of the negatives for having a witchy business that you've Monetizing your spiritual practice, thousand mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Thousand percent. It takes, it is not that it takes the fun out of it, but you, when your spirituality becomes a job, mm-hmm. um, it makes things really hard sometimes to get inspired privately because you have been doing stuff publicly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're, you're good. I was <laughs> I just said, gonna say, yeah. Uh, don't be shocked when you're making the things that you love or doing readings that, you know, that one thing that you once loved to do is now a source of stress because, yes, you know, the saying, do what you love. Well, that's great in theory. That is amazing in theory. Like, yes, that is great. But <laughs> anything that we do where our financial futures are on the line does become stressful it doesn't mean like you don't still love it but it definitely Mm -hmm. it turns into a responsibility rather than a hobby right yeah and like like actually taking our podcast is a great example um Mm -hmm. i love recording our podcast i have so much Mm -hmm. fun marie and i gab in between segments (laughs) like this is the highlight of my month but simultaneously, there's so much work that still comes with it <laughs> that is less fun. <laughs> and so, like, it, at the end of the day, whether you are doing a job that you love, you are still participating in capitalism. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's... I don't dream of work. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, no. No. Uh, so it's just, that's just something to keep in, keep in mind. And I think that yeah. monetizing your spirituality can be really draining. It can, it can create stress and frustration in something that is very sacred and personal to you. So mm-hmm. keep yeah. that in mind. Especially if you like boom and you get successful and suddenly you have an order of 1500 oils that you have to put together in one month. Do you remember when I did that subscription box? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two years in a row, two, two Christmases in a row. I did that. That was psycho. 
was it amazing was i like yeah brother <laughs> of course it was was it also so unbelievably stressful that i still cannot smell um orange essential oil to this day without getting <laughs> nauseous <laughs> thousand percent yes yeah and i do like do you recommend from the get-go that if you don't have the funds don't quit your day job until you've reached a level where you think your witchy business can be stable feasible and lucrative you know not many witches can support themselves on their books goodies or readings alone most witches who can not all of a course already come like with financially comfortable lifestyles or have great connections before jumping into a witchy business mm -hmm. i don't want anyone to get discouraged of course but you will no. find that many witches wear many hats when it comes mm -hmm. to like jobs you'll have someone who sells like homemade goodies you know goodies by night but during the day they work at their local metaphysical shop or like are a cpa <laughs> you know, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with this of course but especially you know it's something it that's that realistic yeah definitely 100 percent yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um so do you have like any tips like like happy like tips that you might find helpful to um, I think that for me mm -hmm. the biggest the thing I wish I knew when I first got into it because when I Maria and actually were Maria and I were actually talking about this before we start recording mm -hmm. in both scenarios for both of us we both were practicing for years before we actually decided to take it on to the internet right mm -hmm. and um when I first started I had low ball goals which i met way quicker than i anticipated um but it's be i met those goals because i had a realistic game plan and worked towards it and so i think the biggest thing that i wish i had known when i first started was mm -hmm. how much work you're gonna have to put into marketing mm -hmm. and learning marketing and understanding marketing uh to be seen because like even etsy for example which etsy in and of itself is great right mm -hmm. it, it is a marketplace that you also post your stuff on where people can search for you or will search for things like what you're selling to find you mm -hmm. but even etsy has an algorithm it has like yeah, things <laughs> you have to learn to be seen mm -hmm. um and so i i wish that when i first started somebody had told me before you like pull the trigger on this, you need to learn marketing. You mm -hmm. need to learn how social media works, how Etsy works, how freaking Shopify and all, whatever platform you go with, eBay, whatever, how these things work so you can be seen. Otherwise, you will have spent this time, this money, this energy creating these products that are probably amazing, mm -hmm. but nobody sees them. Yeah, I think also like being seen also like presentation can be like incredibly important especially incredibly if you want to be important. yeah especially if you want to be like put your products out online you know does the product you want to sell photograph well does mm -hmm. it present well does the tarot reading you're selling come nicely laid out in a pdf and not just emailed is your like website attractive and easy to navigate you know people will tell you all these things don't matter but unfortunately they 
they do they really do but you know if you do struggle like let's say that you can't take photographs of your products because you're not that great of a like you know you Mm. don't have a passion for it let's say or you can and you can't even afford like a photographer to take shots for you i think reaching out to your local metaphysical shops and being like this is my product this is what i make can you sell it you know here or like you know any other small business who might be able to push your products for you or even like do terror you know do terror readings in um in the shop like Mm -hmm. you know i find metaphysical shops especially local ones are so nice and Mm -hmm. if they don't can't do something for you they will point you in the direction totally that can or even like you get on the festival circuit you know like finding you know we have like local flea markets that pop up all the time and yeah yeah, so if you can't like photograph stuff like try to go into like those sort of things like um simultaneously having a camera for example is a huge expense and not something everyone can afford that's just not Mm -hmm. based in reality (laughs) yeah Um, i've been working with one that's so old guys it doesn't autofocus because i refuse to pay two thousand dollars for a new camera so the thing is is that a lot of places you can rent cameras Mm -hmm. there are places online bnh photo for example you can rent camera and camera equipments from Mm -hmm. And depending on where you live, so this is very much so depending on where you live, some libraries even have equipment that you can rent. Not everywhere does. This is usually just in like major cities. So that might not be accessible to you. Mm -hmm. But look into renting equipment, especially if you're going to have like a, like, let's say not crystals where crystals, you know, new stock they could look different but let's say you're doing readings tarot readings where you're going to take photos of cards or you're gonna freaking have oils or incense you're gonna have like a set stock right Mm -hmm. consider renting a nice camera a decent camera you know what i mean Mm -hmm. for a weekend to take the time to take good quality photos that you then return and you're not making a fifteen hundred dollar (laughs) investment you're renting a camera for 50 bucks let's say Mm -hmm. it's something to consider um though i will say the newer iphones take really good photos if you know how to do it now but then again iphones are really expensive as well yeah 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 (laughs) but if that's all you can afford because you already have one like utilize the portrait mode because mm-hmm. you can do that with products too where mm-hmm. it like blurs out the background and looks really nice so it looks like a professional i'm not gonna say it looks like it's definitely you could tell it's artificially <laughs> like <laughs> you know blurred background yeah. and stuff but it does look very nice and there's so many great apps like prequel and mm-hmm. um other things that you can use too i mean i just looking at it online so that way i'm making sure i'm not talking out my ass um <laughs> there's a website called borrow lenses and mm-hmm. you can literally rent a canon rebel for seven days for 50 bucks yeah and then you just do like a huge photo shoot of your product bucks very much so might be a work expense that you need to save up for but these are the sort of things that we're talking about that just don't jump in feet first and then expect Mm -hmm. to be making a ton of money like you gotta take the time to research this stuff and part of the research and development might include you know spending a little bit of money to rent a camera 
mm-hmm. something to consider. A lot of local photo shops also rent cameras and for less than seven days because you're not mailing it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be probably for less money. So just just consider it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, I, I really I think that's all we have to talk about. Yeah. Right. I'm trying I can't to think, think. of anything else to yeah. say. But the big thing that I, I personally just want to leave you guys parting with is just because you're a witch does not mean you need to monetize your practice. Yeah. And just because uh, I know that we all want to do things that we love. But which is great and if you want to amazing obviously Mm -hmm. we both have done it ourselves we support you but you're not less than if you are not making a business or Mm -hmm. being an educator there i know part of being a business right is also being an influencer that's a business in and of itself and being an educator online you can do neither of these things and still be an amazing and successful witch and probably honestly have a better thriving practice because you haven't monetized your practice and sucked the soul out of it (laughs) (laughs) yes especially you know having a business or being you know front and center on like social media is so draining it's and it's a lot of work it's a lot of ups and downs and and even if you're a business on social media Mm -hmm. you don't show your face you don't show anything about you (laughs) that's still going to be work and be draining Mm -hmm. so just keep these things in, in mind Mm-hmm. But if you have listened to all these things and you have considered it and you want to start a small business, I say congratulations and I'm so excited for you and I hope mm-hmm. it has nothing but success. Yes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I want to end on a positive note because I know we said so many negative things, but the fact of the matter is, is there is a lot of really rewarding things too. <laughs> yeah, but there's not really, it's just unfortunate because there's not really much you could say about the positives because they're like little moments you know yeah, like they're, they're little moments but also it's like the obvious right you are yeah, doing something so you worked so hard for <laughs> mm-hmm. like you, you have get, a little bit of get, extra cash in your pocket yeah like all these are great things and so like i definitely don't want to end this on this note where we've been super negative because that's not fair yeah <laughs> um but i we we want to prepare you for the realities of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so keep yeah. that in mind. Um, so if you are going to do it, congratulations. Yay. Very exciting. But if you aren't going to do it, that's also very reasonable. <laughs> do what makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron this week? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, people are going to eye-roll me, get angry with me, (laughs) and probably just throw me into the bin. I mean, valid. It's fine. (laughs) But I promise I will be you come January. But anyways... (laughs) so i'm actually really liking the longer nights i love the fact that it's like nighttime at 5 p.m and i'm lighting all the candles and putting on the twinkle lights and i don't know i'm just really cozy i'm rolling my eyes at her right now (laughs) 
This bitch I is just, like, it's, it's four o'clock in the afternoon and it's pitch blackout. I love this. <laughs> Look, I know it's strange, but I'm like, <laughs> but I've been practicing like a whole <laughs> lot more at night <laughs> because it's just so cozy and it's so nice. And like, I have all the candles lit. I'm like, I'm going to pull some tarot cards because usually, see, I practice a lot of my practice at night because it's after work, you know, after, after the little one's mm. gone to bed, it's when the wife goes upstairs and plays video games, like whatever. Right. And that's my time to do the thing. But usually by the time it's like, you know, 10 at night, I'm exhausted. Right. I'm tired. And so, but now it's at five and, you know, my witchling is upstairs, like in their room. My wife is maybe still like either working or she's exercising and it's like dark. And so my mind's like, okay, we can practice now. Like, <laughs> let's light some candles. Let's pull some tarot cards. <laughs> You're and, ridiculous. And- <laughs> As I said, when it's after the holidays, I'll be sick of it because it's not worth it anymore. It's not, it's cozy, but it's not like, you know, festive cozy. I guess I'm just just enjoying the coziness for now, (laughs) for now. (laughs) But don't cancel me. I'm canceling you. You're canceled. (laughs) Bye. So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron this week? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> um, I am, like, really not vibing with super cheaply made candles. And, like, I want, hmm, I want to put an asterisk on this, which is that I love chime candles, okay? Those are the che- as cheap as they come. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love chime candles. It's not, I'm not referring to those. I'm referring to the candles that are expensive, but they are made cheaply. Do you Mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I keep buying these candles that are like 20 bucks or whatever. And they say, let's say that they're soy candles, blah, blah, blah. That shit has paraffin in it. Because it's like like black smoke coming off of the flame and like filling Mm -hmm. the house with like that soot. Mm -hmm. Pissing me off. And so, like, you do this spell work, right? Mm-hmm. I dress my candles according to the type of wax that the candle is made from because that changes how they burn, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, let's say you get a paraffin candle, you cover it in an oil really badly. That shit is going to ignite like a Roman torch and it's going to break whatever it's like on like the glass Mm. or it's gonna pour out and pool everywhere and so like i dress candles according to their properties that they're made up of Mm -hmm. for safety for fire safety Mm -hmm. and so i'm getting these fucking candles that are like oh 100 percent soy wax or whatever (laughs) or like i had one that said it was beeswax and it smelled Mm -hmm. like beeswax but that shit did not burn like beeswax and I keep getting like this soot in the air and I just, oh, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. That's how I lit the fur that was on my altar on fire mm-hmm. was because the candle said it was one thing and it wasn't. And so I dressed it according to what it said it was. 
So just, I, that's what I'm getting frustrated with. Yeah. I, We're getting like, these paraffin <laughs> wax candles that there's nothing wrong with paraffin wax, but mm-hmm. don't charge me 30 fucking dollars <laughs> for a paraffin wax candle and then tell me it's soy. And then it's mm-hmm. going up like a goddamn Roman candle. Like, okay. okay. You're talking about candles going up, but what about the candles that you paid like, you know, 20, $30 for and they don't stay lit? And oh, it doesn't matter. Oh my God. Those are so annoying. Oh my gosh. So and annoying. you could, you could do everything right. You know, let it burn for a few hours. That's, you know, from the first thing. Mm-hmm. And so then it the just keeps going pool. out. And just keeps you know going out. Like? Do you ever see that YouTube video of the lady who's like, I went to Bed Bath and Beyond in Applegate in Wisconsin or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they mm-hmm. didn't have the fucking Christmas whatever candle at Bed Bath and Beyond in Applegate. Um, I'll have to send it to you after this. But it makes me feel like that, that I'm like a candle reviewer, which I'm not, obviously. And I'm getting mm-hmm. all pissed off that the candle isn't the right scent or something. But the reality is, it's just, just say what the ingredients actually are, because you're making it unsafe for my home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm adding the oil, so technically I'm the one making it unsafe, but that is not the point, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so what Robin is saying is Robin is the problem. I am not the problem. Is it me? <laughs> am I the drama? <laughs> but seriously, the ones that also go out, like, Ugh. that's just bad driving te- me nuts. That's for bad product testing. It just drives me nuts. Yeah. I'm just getting so frustrated with it. Like, my husband got me this really cute candle, which is not spellcraft related in any capacity. It has a beautiful jar, and he got it for me because he knew I'd like the jar. And he's like, you can burn the candle, and then when it's done, you can reuse the jar for something. And I'm like, great, love this idea. And I have not been able to finish the candle because there's so much soot in the fucking air <sighs> driving me nuts i'm gonna like warm it up in a double burner just dump the wax out and say fuck it because it's just driving me nuts and i really want the jar <laughs> he's right I do he was that right about that <laughs> i want the jar <laughs> screw the sun <laughs> <laughs> If you've just joined us every single episode, we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This can be artists, photographers, influencers, bloggers, YouTubers, books, whatever is vibing for us right now. So that being said, Maria, who are you digging this week? (laughs) I feel like I've mentioned her stuff like so many times. (laughs) I'm a really big fan of... um, (laughs) Sarah's work. Um, she's at Bella D Luna Astrology on Instagram. We had her for one of our boxes. Yeah, she um one of her boxes one of our boxes had her like one of her um tarot spread books. I can speak, mm-hmm. it's fine. But <laughs> um I I am loving her soul care oracle cards. They're so cute and they're like very watercolory. They remind me of, oh my gosh, now I can't think of the deck's name. Uh, that's going to bother me, but okay. But it's a very watercolory deck and like it has the phases of different phases of the moon, astrology, and oh my gosh, the elements. I'm just trying to think of all the things in the cards, but they're stunning cards and the prompts that she has for them are equally as good and I highly recommend them. 
because yeah. I have a copy and I love it very much. And I think you should have it too. <laughs> so who are you loving? I am digging this creator I found called CSA Creative. And they do like wood cut pieces. They're like laser cut, I guess you could call them. Um, and they're beautiful. They've got like moon calendars that like rotate on a wheel. They've mm-hmm. got pendulum boards, planchettes, uh, just decorations. It's all really, really cute. And I would like to buy some of their stuff. Yeah, I really <laughs> like their calendar wheel. Like that yes, is yes, yes, yes. so The Tic Tac Toe games are really cute too. Have you seen those? No, I'm scrolling. Really, really I'm cute. Scrolling. Scrolling. But thanks, Robin. Another person I have to follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I thought of the deck. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Now it's not other mugs that I'm like waiting for the release of and completely miss. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I thought about I remembered the Oracle decks remind me of the Line Strider deck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the watercolors, like yeah. super pretty. Okay, sorry. That was so really bothering pretty. me. It's really cute too. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope we'll see you again on Friday, December 2nd for our Coffee Talk episode or December 9th for our 23rd episode (laughs) of season three. You can keep an eye out on our Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or you can just go to coffeeandcauldrons.com to find all of that and more information. Don't forget to join us on Patreon on November 26th for Frankie Castanea's uh, class on the magic of bones this is available for the library tier and up and if you miss it it will be available recorded a couple days after the class <laughs> or even better joining us on magical beginnings patreon our patreon offers our special 25 minute part two episode a huge library of articles about witchcraft a discord community full of fun events and discussions and we even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with robin and myself yeah so please if you love our sexy sensual just top of the tier (laughs) voices if you could take a moment to review us on whatever streaming service that you are tuning in from such as apple Podcasts or spotify we love reading your reviews and rating us five stars up helps us be seen by others thank you for everybody who already has and those who will in the future we appreciate you yeah we do so again (laughs) this is coffee cauldrons with robin from at a tired witch on instagram and I'm Maria from at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. You ready? <laughs> yeah. One, yeah. One, two, two, three, three. 